Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 64, The Four Pillars of a Spiritual Online Business. In this episode, we're going to be sharing our experiences and the four keys that we have found that generate energy within our businesses and help us have impact on our customers. We hope everybody enjoys the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about the four pillars of a spiritual online business. And I feel like Tony and I have been living it since we both left teaching. And this is something important that we want to share with you because so many people ask us questions about the online business world. Right, and there's so many questions around this topic because as a lot of you know who are building your business, um, either part-time or full-time, there's a lot of answers that you need for your business. And Lindsay and I, we spoke about this topic around this topic. We speak about it every day because out of necessity, because it's been our life. Really, Lindsay's been doing her own business since 2014, so really the last five years, this has been our life. Yeah. And I feel like in two, so for me, how it started was in 2007, I was, I was working with clients for free for about, I would say a year or so. Actually, it was more than a year because I didn't start charging till 2013. No, those several years. Yeah. So those years where I was doing um, readings for free and I started to get more clarity around um, this work and we'll kind of get into that. But I feel like it's important because everything is kind of steering into the direction of online businesses. You think about retail stores, some of them are going out of business and the online world is really booming. And I feel like we can actually help people from any city, any country, and we can help more people so that they can learn and grow and do whatever it is that they want to to learn about. And we can, we can use that ability of teaching. Absolutely. And being a teacher, um, it, for sure going in the education systems you think that you could only teach in the classroom right inside one classroom which that's not the case at all anymore no now the world is our classroom it's always been that way but now it's like literally we could pick up our phone and we're in contact with several billion people so we can use our passions we could use what we love and what we're in tune with and share it with people out there um, and if we could solve a problem around our passions, then that's when you could turn it into a business. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like with me, I was so serious about retiring as a teacher. Like I knew I was going to get my undergraduate degree in elementary education. And I did teach third grade for seven years. And then I got my master's in education. But what ended up happening was that experience with going to learn how to be a teacher, doing the internships, having the experience with the kids, was almost like a stepping stone. It was a stepping stone for this next level of putting things online. Absolutely, because we do the same stuff now that we did then. We're doing lesson plans, mm -hmm. although it's different types of lesson plans. We're doing meetings. We're doing a lot of the stuff we're talking about that we'll talk about on this episode too. Um, it's really everything we've been training for since we started the education program. Since, right. Because I was in the education program as well, and all, as well, um, a lot of you know a public school teacher. So. A lot of this stuff that we do now, we've been doing for years. Right. So if you do have a, a business that 
is you're going to do things in person, think about the online side while we're talking through this because there is some really important information um, that you could benefit from. So should we go into number one? So let's go into number one of the four pillars of a spiritual online business. Yes. So the first one is the one-on-one -on -one clients. And I kind of touched on that at the beginning where I talked about how I was doing these free readings for years um, before I actually started charging people. What I recognized was working with one-on-one -on -one clients got me very clear, but it also used a lot of time and energy. So I was doing the readings after school, um, after teaching the third graders, and then on the weekends. So I started charging. But there was a theme with that. When I was working with my clients, they were either getting intuitive readings or mediumship readings were connected with the past loved one, but they all had a common theme. They were intrigued and interested on in how they could either tune into their own past loved ones or tune into their own intuition. And that was really important. Don't you feel like when you work with one-on-one -on -one clients, you start to get more insight and content for future programs? Absolutely. You're, you're basically getting paid to do market research yeah. is the way that I look at it. Anytime you have, you do an in-person event, like we do Lindsay's retreat every year, um, the same thing. Anytime you set up a platform to where you have your ideal clients there, which your one-on-one -on -one clients are your ideal clients, you're right. doing market research for uh, product cre creation. So, which that will fit into, I believe will be our next thing we talk about here. Right. You start to see the common problems that your ideal customer, your client who is a person with a soul, with a heart, like they have these real problems and you're here to help solve them. So absolutely when I talk to my clients one-on-one, -on -one, that's when I start to really see specifically where their problems are and not just on a general level. Yeah. And if you think about it, so Tony and I, we were in the school system, so we had to go in person. So it took us some time to drive to school, be in the classroom, set up the classroom. Now we have the ability and the option to actually teach online. So we go and we get our little, our coffee, our water, get prepared, and we just walk and we sit over to the computer so we can do it on Zoom where it's video conferencing or Skype if, if the person doesn't want to use Zoom. Um, or you can go on the phone. Through iPhone, so, yeah. If you both have an iPhone, you could go through that. FaceTime and or audio. I like to turn on an instrumental music in the background like I did in my classroom. I did the same thing in Me my too. physical classroom and when we do in-person events. Yeah. We like to have some kind of music um, going on. So it's literally, I look at it the same thing. When you, If you're doing a Skype call, Zoom call, it's scary at first because it's different, but literally I look at it the same as if you're in person. Right. And I think that's important to think about too. So if you are someone that's doing a spiritual business and you're having some issues trying to find one-on-one -on -one clients, I would say to start being more visible online. Start creating blogs, start doing Facebook Lives. If you have to start on an Insta story to get brave, do that. Share some value with these people. Not necessarily looking to get a client, setting the intention that you're opening up your heart to help people and serve them. And yes, getting a client is the intention too, but you're focusing on giving value. Absolutely, and another thing this does to the one-on-one -on -one clients is it gives you energy for your business. So literally, you're going to get energized from doing these one-on-one -on -one calls if it's something that you truly love doing and 
you're supposed to be doing. You're going to feel energized from these calls. And I feel like it's energy for your business, which the the live in-person events as well, which we're going to go farther into that um, in a couple. But before we go there, so we talked about how when you're talking with your clients one-on-one, you're going to start to see common problems they have. Well, here's where the next part in building out your online business really could start to take on a life of its own and really could start to make your earning potential to where before it might have been, you know, for example, 5,000 a month, now it's infinite because this next thing we're talking about is something that Lindsay's very passionate about, I'm very passionate about digital products. Yeah. Creating online courses, e-courses that will serve as another platform to help your client get the to solve the problem that they're trying to solve. Right. So this is where you can actually impact more people than just one one person here or there, maybe like five a week. Maybe you start with five clients a week and you're doing one-on-one. That's taking a lot of time and energy and it's good to work with them, but there needs to be a balance. So you can literally teach in a group setting with a digital course, like Tony said, um, or you can go on Zoom and have a workshop. So Zoom is that video conferencing um, platform. So for us, thank God I found Kajabi because at first I used another program and I was crying. Like you remember, I was not into the technology piece of it. I was in, I was so frustrated. It took me forever to actually start um, the course because I didn't know where to start with technology. And then I met up with my friend Alex Beden, who's amazing. Um, I was actually just interviewed on her podcast and we talked about this, but we talked about um, courses, course creation. So we can make a lot of things difficult if we want to, but really it's just as simple of, as working with one-on-one clients, except you're teaching to a group. So Kajabi is a great platform to use. I'm an affiliate of Kajabi, Tony is too. Right, it's, yeah, <laughs> this shirt right here, you'll see this. Coming. So it's it's the t-shirts they give you when you hit certain levels. So it's exciting. Yeah. It's like you're you're part of a community and it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. And it, and this is where our world is going. It's going more towards the internet. So if you're trying yeah. to steer away from the internet, that's okay, but use the internet. It's just like another form of um, putting an ad in a newspaper sharing information about your class, except the ad is moving and you're actually talking on video and they're getting to know your personality. So they'll either love and resonate with your teachings or they might not, but you'll know right away um, if a teacher's right for you with the Absolutely. internet. Absolutely. So shall we go to number three? Yes. In-person events. And you're probably thinking just like maybe with the one-on-one clients that are in person, like how, how does that connect to the online portion of my business? Well, from our experience, and you won't only hear us say this, when you do an in-person event, it generates so much energy within yourself and within your business right. that words can't even describe it. Yeah, and I found with me, I went from being in person teaching third grade to going online. So I did do some readings in person and group group readings, but when it came to classes, I was sticking with the internet. Um, I found it was difficult at times to kind of promote the in person because I wasn't used to it. But then once I started to build up that energy, even if it was seven people in a class or seven people at an event, it moved that energy. And Tony and I just taught in St. Louis, the empath class. Mm-hmm. And we, we taught the empath and intuition class. And then 
we also I taught a connecting with past loved ones class and I've done some messages from heaven events and what happened was is I noticed that my digital courses filled up from those same people that attended those in-person classes and that's the beauty here is understanding the law of vibration the law of attraction when you go and do these in-person events whether it's with I would say two or more people three people five like Lindsay said if you have seven people there mm -hmm. our st louis event we had like what 30 something people i think so um different events are going to have different amounts of people i wouldn't focus on the number i'd more focus on getting together with a group of people yeah. and watching what happens to you and what and watch what happens to how much energy is generated within you and then also like Lindsay said you'll start to see sales in your online portion of your business, even though the people that purchased from you online didn't even know about your on, your in-person event. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. There's energy moving. Usually we're doing an event or a class together and we get an email notification saying someone signed up for something, like either a one-on-one. -on -one. Whenever I'm doing my messages from heaven event, I get finished with it and someone in a different state or a country is booking with me because there's energy being moved. So that's such a good point. So I look at it like one big event per quarter would be very nice mm -hmm. on a, for a minimum. Like to do yeah. one event, you know, one big event per quarter. So it'd be four big events per year to kind of generate that energy. And right. that's just starting out. And you could do as many as you want or as little as you want. And the same thing with everything we're sharing on this episode, it's really to take what works for you and then throw the rest out. Yes. That's what we did, and that's how we created a lot of what we created. Exactly, and I want to break a belief that you might have when it comes to doing an in-person event. No, you don't have to be contacted to come to an in-person space, and they don't have to ask you to come to do an event or a class. You can seek out what feels right for you and what resonates with your vibe of your brand and reach out to them and say, I want to rent the space. So that's something that you can do. Um, there's a lot of factors that go into it, so maybe one day we'll go into the details behind that. I talk about that a lot in my Psychic Medium business course, um, information about it, but it's more, you gotta feel what resonates with your energy and your brand. Absolutely. When you're choosing those places. So number four, the last pillar, and this is a huge pillar, a huge cornerstone, I believe, in helping Lindsay and I stay focused and consistent, which is, the key to success I believe and that is our weekly meetings yes that's like the biggest thing that when do we start those we started those in June 2017 you remember all the dates well it's because I that's I quit teaching that was my last month teaching in the school system yeah. so right away I told Lindsay I'm like we're gonna have weekly meetings just how I did when I was teaching because I saw when I was teaching in the school systems how valuable these meetings were even though a lot of the meetings there, we didn't really stay focused how I wanted to, you know. Yeah. But the thing is, I saw the value of coming together weekly. And also, I've read about it several times in Think and Grow Rich, and all of these people say, hey, um, form that mastermind. Yeah. And when you stay focused on that and you stay crystal clear on a weekly basis and on a daily basis, then it just makes everything a lot easier. Yeah, it's in harmony. Two or more minds come together and focus on the same intention. There's harmony that takes place and more ideas and a flow comes through. So with that, with the, the weekly meeting, we have a sheet where we fill out. So we, we created a template where every Friday we meet and record data and we always start the meeting off with positive praise for the other person. 
And I think that's yeah. important. It, I, it's very important. And I stole that also from my school meetings. Mm -hmm. we, we started off with positive praise and I think it's so valuable. And it, it really, it's helped our marriage too, I, know. I feel. Because yeah. it's, it's helping, it's training us to see the good in every, you know, to the see awareness. the good in, in things when sometimes when you work with each other like we do and we live with each other, we could bump heads sometimes. So it's good to like <laughs> yeah, pause for a moment and be like, respect. okay, hey, wait, you did do this, this, and that. So, so it's real nice. So this is going to be the case with anybody you're working with. Um, you're, it's going to, you're going to need this time, I feel, to, to take out and to really see what is this person doing for me? How are they adding value to our business? And where can we go from here? Yeah. And if you're listening to this episode and you're thinking, I'm not working with anyone. I'm doing my own business right now. Then set aside time, even if it's 20 minutes each Friday or each week, to at the same time to go through a template and fill out your own form and give yourself your own positive praise. That's even more powerful to be aware of how great you did for that week too. Right. So we talk about it, we talk about it with each other. So if I forget something that Tony did and I give him positive praise for something else, he'll say, well, I did do this too. And I'm like, oh yeah, you did do that. So it's like becoming aware of the positive asset that you are in your own company too. Right. And then we'll obviously we'll go through the numbers and we'll go through everything like that. And, right. Um, but I feel the most valuable thing is, is just making it come full circle. So right. like on a weekly basis and figuring out, wait, am I, am I getting closer to where I'm trying to go or am I on clear? I think it's all about becoming clear too. The clarity yes. is, clarity is such a huge thing. And I feel like when we're clear, which is what these meetings will help you do is mm -hmm. get clear then everything else is a lot easier. Right. And almost effortless, really, because when you're clear, you just wake up and you're like, okay, that, you say yes to that, say no to that, because that's getting me to where I need to be. Right. And if we miss a meeting, which we actually, recently, we did miss one, you can feel a difference in the energy. There's like a, you're unaware of, well, how was last week? Because you're so used to going through the motions of right. the, the day. So becoming aware, seeing numbers, but also reflecting on the tasks and setting up the, the following week, the, the things that you, that your action steps of what you're going to do brings more momentum and, and more clarity, like Tony said, but there's a huge difference that we feel when we don't do a meeting on time. Absolutely. And to close this all out with all four of these pillars and with everything that we talked about, it's all to do with energy. It's all to do with energy that vibrates, like everything is vibrating at one frequency or another. So everything you do with the one-on-one -on -one clients to the in-person events, to your digital courses, mm -hmm. to your meetings, it's all really to help center yourself and to keep yourself in that space of allowing yeah. and moving forward. And this is what's going to help the people that you're working with. And I do want to say something that's the most important thing for me personally when it comes to business really you're serving people to help people that's the main thing and in return there's an energy exchange a money energy exchange because you give value to them and they're also giving value to you by you seeing that there's something that's shifted in them that cheers you up gets you excited but there's an equation that i always talk about with my students my business students and that is belief intention and action so you can have this business idea in your mind and you're thinking about it all you want, but you fully don't believe in it. There's nothing that's going to come about from that. It's going to work pretty slowly. So it's important to have the belief, get very clear in what you believe in when it comes to your business, set the intention of what you want to happen, 
and take action. Create a couple steps and start taking action. Don't just sit back and wait for things to happen. Really allow yourself to do those three steps and you're gonna notice a big difference. Absolutely, so we will see you all. Yeah, on the next episode. On the next episode. episode. Bye, Bye guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day. 